I'm drinking apple cider that I bought from an older man. Hello, everybody. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week, we talk about things like urban legends. I really did buy apple cider from an older man. Cryptozoology. He's probably about 70 years old. (laughs) Um, True crime. And this man always gives me my chain, gives me the coins first before the dollar bills. Anything spooky related. Mm-hmm. That guy's probably been dead for years, selling apple cider. You bought apple cider from a ghost. Uh-huh, I did. Tis the season. Every <laughs> single week since this guy, since before this guy was actually a ghost selling apple cider at a farmer's market, Lindsay and I will research a topic separately of one another. Lindsay will buy apple juice from the big box store, and I will buy apple cider from an old man. And then we reconvene in our house and discuss what we've researched for the very first time with each of you and each other. And this week, I'm dedicating. I'm. Oh, boy. Are you going to be able to get it together? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I'm good, dude. All right. And this week, I'm dedicating my portion of the show to all old men. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to dedicate my portion of the show to apples. (laughs) <laughs> for old men to sell. That's so cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, uh, what did we talk about last week, Linz? I talked about the evil eye. You did talk about the evil eye. And ways to protect yourself from the evil eye, like spitting in a child's face, never complimenting your child, and also wearing one of those pendants, or just saying the word garlic over and over. And I gave some unusual facts about the most historic, like, horror film directors. That's right, you did. Stanley Kubrick, Wes Craven, and don't forget Rob Zombie. You know, I feel silly saying it. To this day, I've never seen a Rob Zombie movie. I've only seen pieces and parts. I feel like if you've seen a little bit, you get it. Let me, okay, let's play a game. I'm going to guess how Rob Zombie movies go. Okay. Okay. Really good makeup. Yes. Everyone kind of looks like either a clown or a zombie. Yes. There's probably someone with really nasty looking, like, really nasty hair. Yeah. They're very gory. Yeah. And the soundtracks are written by Rob Zombie. Yeah. Cool. You pretty much got it. So I've seen them all. Yeah, you've seen them all. (laughs) Then you're good. Well, that's really good. (laughs) Well, good. I feel smarter. Yeah. Because I guessed how they went. I like this game. Guess how the movies go. Are there movies that I've seen that you haven't or, you know, probably not. So I think that game might have just stopped right there. Well, what's another scary movie (laughs) that you've never seen that people have probably seen? The Omen. You've never seen The Omen? Nope. Never seen The Omen. Well, I mean, I feel like everybody knows what The Omen's about. It's about a little boy who is dressed like the guitar player from Mm ACDC and he is bad boy. Yeah. I think we watched The Omen together. Because we watched Rosemary's the, nan- the baby. nanny jumps out the window and says something about <laughs> I, I love you, Damien, or something. <laughs> no, you, I, I remember you and I watched if there. Well, so there are a lot of movies that I just have not seen. And I remember you wanted to watch Rosemary's Baby because you were also surprised that I had not seen that. That's a good one. But I have seen it. Yeah, I agree. That is a very good movie. Yeah, I like Rosemary's Baby better than The Omen. Really? Even though they're on two different playing fields, yeah, I do. What are what's a movie that you you are not embarrassed to say that you haven't seen, but that you haven't seen that basically all of humanity has seen? Uh, The Matrix all the way through. Okay, sweet. Avatar. Okay. Any really of the comic book movies? Sure. I think I saw one Wolverine movie just because. Hugh Jackman was cute in it. Yeah, sure. Like the first one, I don't know. He's uh, ripped. Yeah, and gripped. Yeah. Um, I, I just haven't seen a lot of really popular movies. I don't think I have either. Yeah. I've I s- have no idea what Avatar is even about. I know there's blue people uh-huh. and there's special mm-hmm. effects and it was like box office hit. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I have no idea. Maybe they're in a jungle. It's a jungle. I think the world that they're in is called Pandora. 
like the music radio service. Oh, not like Pandora's box. It was probably had to do about Pandora's box. Like a demon box? <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if when James Cameron was writing the movie, he was like, I really hope it's James Cameron. I'm just going to go with it. I think uh, it is. I don't know. Well, when he was writing the movie, if they were like, oh, and what are you going to name the world? And he didn't name it after something really smart like Pandora's box. He was listening to like Fleetwood Mac radio on Pandora and went, oh, and looked at his phone and went, Pandora probably, after he almost said Fleetwood Mac world. <laughs> and that was almost <laughs> followed by Lindsay Buckingham world. Yeah. What about Lindsay Buckingham world? No, no. Come on, James. <laughs> Pandora's iPhone 6? No. All Pandora. Right. What movies have you, like, you think everybody has seen that you have not seen? I have not seen all the way through Goodfellas. Okay. Neither have I. Okay, cool. Yeah. I have not seen all the way through... Full Metal Jacket that oh. you've seen. It's very good, you say. We just need to stop talking about it now because now I'm just upset. Do you want to pause the show and <laughs> go watch Full Metal Jacket and we'll come back? It's like almost three hours. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm we'll going to edit right now. Okay. And we're back. And wow, what a great movie. And my life's changed. And we even left and got matching tattoos that just say the title of the movie. Yeah. I got one on my chin. Lindsay got hers in a spot that was right a little in my bit nose. Right in Lindsay's nose. But I won't tell you which one because that's which scandalous. Nose? Yeah. <laughs> which one of your noses? <laughs> what's, what's one of my noses? <laughs> it's your hidden secret nose. Well, I think I am first this week, right? Yeah, you sure are. Okay. Can well, you believe that this is almost episode 100? I know. It's crazy. That's weird. One zero zero. Wait, what is that? Binary for something? Zero zero. <laughs> 10,000? 10,000? <laughs> it's 10,000. We're going to be 100 years old, which wow. is neat. Are we going to do anything for it? Probably not. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's not get our listeners' hopes up, you know. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay, this week, I because I feel like we don't talk about them enough, I want to talk about witches. Okay, cool. We did, a, we did our Patreon bonus content just recently. We did. Um, We did a swell spell where we read witch spells that we find, and hopefully they help you out in life. Yeah, if you are not a Patreon member, occasionally Lindsay and I will record these things called swell spells, where Lindsay or me or both of us or whoever give you some spells to use in day-to-day -day life. Yeah, there was one about how to find a parking spot. Uh, recently, I'm not going to tell you because it's a surprise, but they're really helpful in everyday life. <laughs> yeah. They might have something to do with attracting Paul Rudd. Who knows? Maybe. Or Steve Buscemi. We don't know. But yeah, so I want to talk about witches and I want to talk about how to spot them. Okay. I'm into this. I'm into this. This is cool. But the fun part is, is not how to spot a, a nowadays witch. Okay. These were actual rules of how to spot a witch in like the Salem witch trials era. Okay. Well, then do you have, do you have any how to spot a modern witch or no? I don't have any modern witches, but I would imagine these rules and then probably then some. What do you think really quick are five easy ways to spot a witch these days? Um, a modern witch. Someone that says they're a witch. Okay, that's probably probably a pretty good one. <laughs> pretty pretty big giveaway. Um, someone that, say, makes cookies that says, don't ask me if I'm a witch. Okay, um, so maybe that's two. If they wear a shirt that says, witch please. Okay, sure, <laughs> sure, okay. Then they, pr it's like, oh, I'm joking, but like really they're not, they're just being hiding in plain sight. Okay. Uh, if you see anyone hovering or mumbling okay. spells. Okay. Yeah. Wait, hovering or, so hovering is number four, mumbling spells is five? Yeah. Well, yours are way better than mine. I was just thinking like, oh, they might have sage in their house and uh, they might well, we like- we have sage in our house. Yeah, I know, but maybe, yeah, True. They might have they like might a... be a witch and a warlock. Ooh. How, maybe I should do another topic and how to know if you are a witch or a warlock. That would be cool. As brought to you by <laughs> Cosmopolitan Magazine or whatever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So these were legitimate reasons that back in the day they thought somebody was a witch. I'm interested in these. Okay. So how to spot them? Well, number one, make a witch cake. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, that's so well duh. I don't well, know why duh. I would I don't know why I never even thought of that right now. I know, it's so obvious. Yeah, just make a witch cake. Uh do you want to know what a witch cake in like is made of? Can I guess really quick? Yeah. Uh flour, eggs, frogs. Not even close. Okay. So you would make a witch cake and if this person 
want it like i'll just read it okay so (laughs) you take the urine of people who are thought to be under the spell of a witch hey that's not even close to what i thought you were gonna say yeah so say a guy is like i think she's a witch i'm under her spell they take his urine and they mix it with rye meal okay and they mix it all up and they make it into a patty you know how they have like Okay, first of all, gross. Right. Second, you know how they have like campaign slogans like uh, click it or ticket? Right. All those things. Do you think back then their their slogan for collecting witch urine was find uh, or hear a tip? Like hear a, a helpful advice? Hear a tip? Collect the drip. <laughs> Do you think that no. was one? Do you think that was one they it said? It might have been, or you could maybe travel back in time and make that slogan. Got a tip? Collect the drip. That's what I say. <laughs> okay, so you make the patty That's out of urine and rye meal. Gross. Then you feed it to a dog. Okay. Yeah. All right. If the dog eats the cake, <sighs> it will hurt the person they think it's a witch. Okay, so if you cursed me, yeah, you made the the cake out of my pee. Yeah. Sorry, my number one. Well, I wouldn't make it. The yeah. people that suspected. Okay, so some other party would collect my one. Right. Make the cake, feed it to the dog. Dog would eat it. Then you, the witch, would get hurt? Yes. Okay. It would hurt me yeah. if the dog ate the cake. The cool. dog doesn't eat the cake, mm-hmm. then I'm not a witch. Okay. Or if I don't get hurt, then I'm not a witch. Okay. Yeah. So there's the witch cake. Number two, they would weigh them against a stack of Bibles. Oh, sure. So you put them in a little human scale, put -hmm. some Bibles in there. doesn't say how many Bibles, just a stack. Yeah, a hefty stack. Yeah, like how many Bibles you got laying around. Um, If she is lighter or heavier than a stack of Bibles, then she's a witch. Okay. Lighter. You have have to balance, otherwise you're a witch. Lighter or heavier. Yeah. Okay. Because unwitches weigh exactly, (laughs) like regular people weigh exactly the weight of... A stack of Bibles. A human-sized stack of Bibles. It doesn't even say that. It just says a stack of Bibles. Okay. <laughs> Could okay. Be more. I mean, a stack would have to be at least three and above, I would think. Yeah. A stack A stack to me seems like one that- More than two. You, more than two. If you were to carry in one trip holding the bottom Bible, they could topple over. To yeah. me, that's a stack. Yeah. I don't know how tall that needs to be or how many there are, but yeah, a weebly wobbly stack. I'd be. I would just fight for more Bibles. I'd be like, I think we're gonna need about four hundred to five hundred Bibles <laughs> to even me out. Four hundred. Number three. Check for moles, birthmarks, scars, or any marks that are unusual. Okay. Okay. So it's. I could maybe see that. Like back in the day, they're like, we don't know what this birthmark means. Yeah, I feel like. Back then, people were really scared all the time. Of everything, yeah. Of everything. But that's not it. They would then find that scar or birthmark or whatever, and they would poke it and see if it bled. If it doesn't bleed, then that means you're a witch. So it's like, okay, that would work out in your favor because, I don't know, it depends on how hard they poke you. Well, it's also like, oh, I forgot my knife at home. I'll just poke it with my finger. Yeah. Oh, your scar's not bleeding well, when I touch it? Well, that's funny, though, that you bring up a knife because to cheat the system, that's when they started making retractable knives. Like, you know, the like dummy knives? Yeah. <laughs> they made those so that it could look like they were really stabbing them, but really they weren't. The knife was just going back in like the handle and then it looked like they were witches. So they would use that if they really wanted somebody just out of their community. Right. Okay. Maybe if you're a tattletale. Or uh, if you if no one really likes your cooking and they're like, I don't know what else to do. It's whatever year it was, 1800s. I don't know what to do with them. We haven't really developed how to have a constructive conversation with someone or go, you know what? Why don't you stick to um, salads? Because it's harder to mess up. Right. Well, so far, all these rules, like I was writing them down and I'm like, well, I would be considered a witch so far. You think you would? Yeah. Like, number one, I'm not sure if they dog would eat the pea cake yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean maybe i don't know number four talking to themselves 
Okay, I could, I, okay, sure, yeah, okay. Because they thought that they were, like, muttering spells against people. Or talking to a weird higher power or something? Yeah, so anytime a woman was seen just talking to themselves or under their breath, Uh they were being, they were accused of being a witch. Man, oh man. They just really wanted to murder people back then. People are just women. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to me, yes. it sounds like it sounds like they just wanted to murder women who were talking to themselves. Well, there were guys too. Really? Yeah. Talking to themselves, there was someone named uh, Sarah Good who was accused because she was seen muttering to herself and she was thought to be casting spells on people and she was hanged because of it. That's really, that's, that's a lot to go off or no. A very little to go off of, but a really extreme thing to do. She didn't even get the pea cake challenge. No, and her last name is Good. <laughs> it wasn't good for her. <laughs> Sarah Not Great. Well, what if her middle name was Not? <laughs> Sarah Not Good. Sarah Not Good. <laughs> then, you know, then, okay, well, then maybe we are being ignorant because we don't know the full story. Or maybe she was just really nasty and really mean. Yeah, maybe she actually was casting spells. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. All right, number five, talking about guys, too. They would also be asked to recite the Lord's prayers. If they oh. didn't, then they were guilty. But there was one case of a man that was being accused of being a warlock, and he did recite the prayers perfectly, but then the people decided that Satan allowed him to do it, so they killed him. Yeah, must must have been really cool back in the day to be a person in power because you could just kind of do whatever you want and people were like, right. oh, for sure, oh, for sure. It reminds me of like when you're a little kid and you're like, yeah, uh-huh, well, what's uh, five times five? And then like the person answers and then you're like, well, I didn't, I meant what was five minus five and you change the rules. Yeah. And it's like you always win. Well, my dad will beat up you. Well, I'm going to have my dad beat you up. <laughs> did you ever Did you ever use one of those? Like I'm going to have like my brother, or, like someone older than you come beat up one of your little kid friends. No. <laughs> that was always something. That's terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. But it's also really funny because like we, we used to do it in preschool. I said it. I'm guilty of saying it in preschool. Like, oh, yeah, well, I'll have my dad come beat you up. And then like, not thinking, even their dad to no. actually beat like your dad's going to actually beat up like a five year old. Yeah, that was one that we would throw out. Oh, yeah. Keep it up. And oh, we, we would also say, well, my dad could beat up your dad. And that was one as well. Challenging another kid's father. Uh, but then it went to, yeah, I'd have my dad come here and beat you up. Right. Uh, which to me, to me is so, so cool to say. Number six. so say you pass one through five you have number six they would ask a hard of hearing elderly woman okay cool if you were guilty if she didn't respond then you were a witch okay so like let's ask someone that can't hear a question and when she doesn't respond to you you lose. And we're going to ask her when she's walking away, not looking at us, and she's like 30 feet away, and we're going to ask her at a normal speaking volume. We're going <laughs> to ask her really fast. Hey, Sharon, you think this lady's a witch? What? Okay, guess you're, guess you're a witch. Sorry. Number seven. They would note the number of pets that person has. I don't like this one. If they say they have pets or they say hello to a neighbor's cat... They are using them as their familiar, ah, and they are a witch. You and I would be charged of being a witch and a warlock today, because when we were leaving our house and coming back, our cow neighbors were out, and we oh, yeah. rolled Do on the windows. Oh, yeah. you get in trouble for saying hi to the cows? I bet you it's any animal, and we mm. always say hi to the cows. Well, We would be in what's called big trouble. Multiple witch accusations. Yeah. Number eight, just in case, you know, you were bored of hanging people that you suspected that were witches, if you made any sarcastic comment stating anything about the witch trials, they would hang you. Okay. You and I might also be in trouble for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A man named John Willard was joking um, because he thought the whole thing was ridiculous. And he said, fine, hang them all. They're all witches. And he got accused of being a warlock and was hanged. Man, so he was just trying to stand up for everybody and be like, "What? What? He was on, over it. What on earth are we doing?" <laughs> and they're hang- like, "Oh, you're asking an old deaf woman if these people are witches <laughs> and she can't hear you and she's walking away from you." 
<laughs> you're you're hanging a woman because she thinks this cat is cute? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that guy. Number nine, it depended what kind of dreams you had and if you talked about your dreams with someone. Okay. You were accused of being a witch. Okay. All right. So have your dreams. Don't talk about it. How weird is that? Because like back then, they probably didn't understand like dreams are just your brain malfunctioning. Yeah. Or it's just, just misfires. Yeah. But like back then, like people thought it was like signs. Oh, my gosh. Like I would like to be a fly in the wall back then only because of how easy it was for you to be convinced of anything ever but also how easily your mind was just blown right like holy moly imagine having like imagine having one of the dreams like you and i have had recently like about anything your brain would melt oh yeah and you can't talk about it no otherwise you're a witch i bet you even if you were to keep it in a journal was also a taboo oh yeah they find that Mm -hmm. they're making one of them pea pies yeah they sure are making a pea pie (laughs) All right, number 10, the final thing, um, which I thought was very funny, is to check to see how many times they had been married. If you had been married more than once, then you were accused of a witch. So why would they let people get married again if you weren't allowed to be married again? Yeah, you know, that seems like poor planning. Right. On their part. There were, the fun thing about that is that there were a bunch of women that were accused of witchcraft for killing their husbands because they were married a second time and they said they killed their first husbands but the fun part is that their husbands their first husbands were not dead oh (laughs) but they said that they killed them and they would be hanged hey i'm right here (laughs) (laughs) shut up rick no you're not you're dead rick don't please you've been dead for days uh okay well i guess do you want does that mean i don't have to go to work or (laughs) what is what on earth what was going on back then mass hysteria is what was going (laughs) no kidding it just sounds like a bunch of really really scared people who were terrified that wanted to play court they wanted to play court they wanted to play pretend and play dress up yeah and would make up all these insanely arbitrary rules that had to deal with nothing at all. I mean, it's really hard to even say it was based on their personal biases because who on earth thinks someone is a bad person for saying hi to a cat? Right. Apparently these people back then. Well, what I think is really cool now is that like in the beauty world, it's really trendy and cool to be kind of like witchy, like not gothy, but like that bad girl witch style. Yeah. It's like we're coming back. Bad girl broomy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Man, if like the people back then saw the the girls today, Mm -hmm. oh man, their brains would melt. Oh yeah, they absolutely would melt. And everybody would be witches. If people back then today could see how many Instagram profiles are just of animals and everyone (laughs) liking them and talking to their phones at the animals, they'd be like, is everyone a witch and a warlock? Yeah, I think everybody is now. But I think also a lot of people these days kind of want to be a witch or a warlock. Right. They like it. It's cool now. It's interesting. Right. And I think it is kind of interesting doing like... I mean, this is going to show my ignorance about what I think witches and warlocks do, but like, I don't know, cool tarot card stuff, crystal things. Their houses probably smell really good all the time. A lot of herbs and mixing. A lot of herbs and taxidermy and animal skulls (laughs) and fun clothes. And like some of them pick cool new names like Leviticort, uh, Night (laughs) night Raven, you know? (laughs) Well, yeah, I think I definitely would have been accused of a witch back in the day. I think you would have just because of your hair color, just because you have dark hair. They would have been like, I bet you she might be a witch because of her dark hair. I think anything, really, honestly. Well, well, like what what else? I could like claim I like pudding. (laughs) (laughs) And they'd be like, for sure. Well, I guess that's a bad example because feel like people that claim that they like pudding <laughs> might be a witch might actually be a witch yeah when's the last when's the last time you've eaten pudding i can't tell you i have no idea no i also don't i'm not a pudding person i'm also not a pudding person <laughs> no you know i did have fancy pudding one time and it blew what's my fancy mind pudding? pot de creme 
Oh, okay. Sorry, pot de creamy. Oh, pot de creamy. <laughs> I had someone out there, pot de creamy. Yeah. Yeah. When I uh, was working at a grocery store, it was the end of the night and they were throwing out some of their pot de creamies. You got and it out of the garbage can? I took it out of the garbage can. <laughs> I said, don't you dare throw it away. And I snatched it out of her hands and I said, give me it. And you called all the neighborhood cats. Mm-hmm. Even Michelle Pfeiffer came out mm-hmm. in her I, cat suit. I, yep. <laughs> I walked outside with five to six pot de creamies in my hands, kind of squished, but they were still salvageable. And I went, cats of the neighborhood. And I called them with my with my call. And then we all ate pot de crammies. Witches and warlocks, gather round. Gather round. I have five to six smooshed <laughs> fancy puddings. I mean puddings. Purdings? Oh, cats. cats. Purdings. Yeah, yeah purdings. Cool. Y'all well, that's it. my topic. That's what I have this week. <laughs> I really liked your topic. Yeah. I thought it was kind of funny and fun. But like, man, you guys... Yeah. That's terrible. It sure is. <laughs> Haven't they done a lot recently or aren't they going to or something for like some monument in Salem? Yes. They actually have a bunch of stuff going on. I was reading a big article about there is a big courtyard. I don't know if it took place like on a lot that they used to have the trials or something like that, but there is a big courtyard and they're trying to actually go back and identify the people that were hanged oh. for the Salem witch trials because because a lot of a lot of people were just buried nameless. Yeah. So they're trying to find out who actually was killed in that terrible event and they're putting their names on benches in this courtyard. So That's just nice. like a memorial, which is great. And like a nice open community green space kind of thing. Yeah, and they fill it with urine pies <laughs> just in case anybody comes back. Yeah. You know what though, to be haunted by one of those people that was hanged back then, like they're not going to scare you. They're going to mess with you. Yeah, they will. Because they're like, "Listen, you thought I was a witch. I'm out here talking to the cat because I like it cuz it's cute." Because they're adorable. Because it's adorable. You made that dog eat a pea pie. I'm over it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to mess with your stuff. Yeah. I'm going to mess with your, fam- your family. Your generations are going down. Yeah. Later, fam. But yeah, that's it. That's my topic. I really liked your topic this week. Well, good. I hope you did. Why well, I did. Okay. <laughs> okay, great. Well, what do you... Uh, one glaringly obvious thing that these days say there's a new mass hysteria thing going on. No, yeah. And there people, probably will be. Oh, yeah. Well, there kind of already is. Yeah, there, and there is. there has been for a long time. But if you think about what's, what's the word? Signs now... That people would be like, oh, they must be a modern witch or a modern warlock. A modern sign now. Aside from the ones I said, like the sage stuff or the whatever else. Um, They still play and own Tamagotchis. Oh, okay. I can yeah. see that unironically. Yeah. Yeah. Because they need like their little, it's their familiar. Yeah, Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi. <laughs> um, they drink those, I think we've talked about them before, those those uh, clear drinks with the little balls in them. Orbits. Yeah. They mm-hmm. still drink those. And um, they are still kicking the Ugg boots. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the Ugg boots. Yeah. The only one I could think of is that their ringtone is Butterfly by what was that band what was it called the one song butterfly that was like popular in the mid 90s oh i forget the band name yeah whatever that band was (laughs) but you know that song i'm talking about sure yeah okay okay well anyways i hope i didn't get that song stuck (laughs) in everyone's head for the rest of the day and if i did i'm sorry but the be my butterfly baby honey sugar sugar. (laughs) yeah i'll make you go crazy yeah that one (laughs) who was that band oh we'll we'll, we'll remember it later i'm sure Okay, well, let's go to the haunted housekeeping zone and eat a pea cake. And no, then... but Molly has to eat a pea cake. Sorry, we'll make one. <laughs> and then we get hurt. <laughs> yeah, okay. we sure do. Uh, and then we'll be back. Okay. Okay, well, we will see everyone in the haunted housekeeping zone in three, two, one. Listen up, partner. Do you have any questions about ghosts, about time traveling, about cryptids, about true crime, about our dog, about anything ever? Well, hey, you're in luck because we have an aerodynamic, state-of-the-art, spooky spouses hotline that you can call and just be a real chatty Kathy. You can ask us anything. You could be, I mean, spooky related. It could be, you know, maybe you just have some questions about why we're still doing this and if anybody is even listening. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, if you'd like to call, and we sure hope you do, the phone number is 803-816-2667. Or if the funny number is 803-816-BOOZE, like the plural form of the word ghosts, of the word that ghosts say. I like the funny number better. Hee <laughs> me too. Even though it's the same number. Yeah, it's just the funny version. So again, if you'd like to call us, please do. It's 803-816-2667. You can call any time of day, any time of night, even when you're on an airplane if you want to be really sneaky and bad about it. Yeah, maybe the pilot needs to ask us a question. We'd also like to direct you to the scavengersnetwork.com. It is where we have our podcast and many other wonderful podcasts. You can check it out. We have a merch store. We have, you know, just special things on there and special friends. Um, and we also have a Patreon. You can donate anything from a dollar to 500,000, but it caps at, no, I think it caps at 500 million. Yeah, I think it was usually what the cap is. Yeah, so. three, three gazillion. But a Patreon will help support us and all the other shows and you'll get bonus content and it's really fun. It is. You can go to patreon.com slash the scavengers network and become a part of the scavengers network member club special friend group. And it's nice. And then you can feel like you yourself are actually, you have a hand in making us sit down in our, in our office and talk into these microphones every week. And also if you haven't already, subscribe and rate our show. We love hearing from our listeners and we just want to make you happy. We sure do. You can say, hey, your dog seems cool. Or man, I'm glad that I'm glad I'm just happy in general. That's also nice to say. Yeah, maybe you just need to tell us you're a happy person. You just want to get it out. W-I-D-K. Is your morning commute too much fun? Do you wish listening to the radio sucked even more? Join Fish Stick. It stops you from pooping, but it has its own good chemicals that fight the bad chemicals in you, and that's why yogurt's good for you. Lulu. I don't like shellfish to eat. It feels wrong, like you're just prying open someone's house and you're like... (laughs) The Professor. If you really think about it, a hot dog is just a soft-shell bologna taco. And mulch. I don't want a body like John Cena because that just seems like a lot of extra spaces to have to clean. Like, there's a reason he's completely shaved. This is I Don't Know Radio, the only show that delivers more than you wanted and less than you hoped for. Search WIDK in your podcast app. The band's name is Crazy Town. Crazy Town. Crazy Town. Yeah. Which is... Which is what a parallel, because maybe that's what the one guy said back then who got hanged, who said, uh, why don't we just hang everybody, right? Right. This place is a crazy town. What are we living in? Crazy town? Bunch of butterflies living in crazy town. (laughs) Everyone's (laughs) flying. You think uh, something about a metamorphosis or a chrysalis stage or something. (laughs) Either way. Uh, I'm also looking on Google, and these are other artists that people search when they search for Crazy Town, and I have never heard of any of these people. Okay. Let's play a game. Do you know, it's called, do you know this probably some sort of a 90s music person? I don't know. Anthony Valley? No. Never. Okay. And follow-up game, spiky blonde hair or no? <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Yes, you're right. <laughs> it's the 90s. <laughs> Mad Child. No. Never. Uh, let me follow up game. Uh, bald head and sunglasses? Sure. You bet. Okay. Coco LaRue. That sounds familiar. Does it? Wh- what song? Oh. Uh-huh. It was like a big song. I have no idea. Maybe just... I just want that to sound familiar. Coco LaRue? <laughs> In Coco LaRue's Fence, it's a very good name. Yeah. Bishop Lamont. I think I remember Bishop Lamont. That sounds familiar too. I don't know what it was. Limp Biscuit, of course. Limp Biscuit. Not ringing a bell. <laughs> you know, they're actually on tour again. Good. <laughs> Unironically, yeah. I used to love Limp Biscuit. Well, yeah, and everybody when, did. And when my yeah, and you're right, because like when when they first came out, there really wasn't much like it. Bad boys. Oh my gosh, they were such bad boys. Uh me and our friend Critter who Chris, who lives in California now as a fancy wine boy, mm-hmm. we used to, when my parents were at home, used to blast Limp Biscuit CDs in the house and also Godsmack. Remember Godsmack? Cool. Yeah, I do. Yeah, that was so cool. Mm. Uh, Jay Gordon, no idea. And so that's all of them. That's okay. people. People also search for them. You know who I'm surprised isn't on that list? The Offspring. 
Yeah, I could see the similarities with that. Also, and of course, Sugar Ray was on the list. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, duh, right? Yes, Sugar Raymond, yes. Sugar Raymond. (laughs) (laughs) That sweet, sweet Raymond. (laughs) That was very funny. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Okay. (laughs) Linz, I have some breaking booze. Oh, boy. Now, it is Bigfoot related. Okay. Okay, because tis a season. But this is the first type of this Bigfoot sighting that we've, that I think I've discussed on the show. That nobody saw him? Let me read it here. Actually, (laughs) just kidding. It was a raccoon. Yeah, okay, that's okay. what it was. So here's here's my pledge, and I might stick to it if I remember this pledge right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a good failsafe. I'm not going to bring in Bigfoot sightings unless I think there's something new about them or particularly fun or exciting about them. Right. Just like last week, I skipped over a bunch of Bigfoot sightings because it was like, great, you saw think you Bigfoot. saw one. Yeah. But this one has something that we that, that we just haven't talked about yet. So I thought maybe this will be interesting. Maybe. Or a little funny. Okay. This happened in the Ozarks. You know where the Ozarks is? It's south, right? It's south. I think if I remember- like Louisiana? Alabama? It's like Arkansas and Oklahoma. Uh-huh. It's a pretty big area. It's not just around those two states. It goes a little bit farther north than those as well, I think. Swampy. If I, a little swampy, a lot of mountains, a lot of land, mm-hmm. pretty rough and tumble in some parts, I think. Yeah. So this happened around the Ozarks. I, of course, I got this from cryptozoologynews.com. One of the eyewitnesses, whose name wasn't provided by the BFRO, by the BFRO, said he and his son were fishing at a creek in northern Arkansas when the sighting allegedly took place in August. Okay, so not too long ago. Not too long ago. Uh, I think this is a quote from, well, it's either the dad or the son. So from some dude, quote, at first seemed to be a beaver about 50 to 75 yards away from us upstream where the water is deeper. But something seemed unusual about its shape. Now I'm going to break the quote and I'm going to say, is the thing that was unusual about the beaver's shape is that it was man-shaped, maybe. Yeah. Or it was gorilla-shaped. Yeah, I feel like a beaver shape and a man or gorilla shape is very (laughs) different. That's like saying like, (laughs) I saw a fish. Yeah. But something about its fish shape yeah. wasn't fishy. So what was it? A Bigfoot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's like that's like walking. That's like you go to McDonald's. You're on a long trip. You stop at McDonald's to use the bathroom. You walk in the bathroom and you say, something about this bathroom seems weird. And then you zoom out and you're peeing in the fryer in the kitchen. You're just yeah. peeing all over the kitchen. Oops a daisy. Yeah. Or you walk past someone's hamburger and you go, something weird about that hot dog. Right. In, in, in <laughs> it's a hamburger. Right. I just think that's very funny. Whew, I almost started I, I almost started laughing a lot. Okay, ready? It started here's the, the quote again. It started swimming back to the opposite bank and just stopped for about a second. Then it rose out of the water. Now I know what I was looking at. It was a ma- it was massive because the water in that part of the creek is chest deep, and I vividly recall seeing the daylight between its legs meaning it was standing up so high to where a normal human's chest would be, you were seeing... The thigh gap? Very fashionable Bigfoot thigh gap. Yeah. Then that means that Bigfoot was like... A runway model. Yes, of course. 20 feet tall. (laughs) Well, if... Okay, so here's my chest in the water, and it was this. It's about maybe three foot taller than a person, so probably about maybe anywhere from eight and a half to nine foot tall. A pretty tall creature. Yeah. So either way, much bigger than a person, way bigger than a beaver. Yeah, I don't think that beavers are shaped that way. No, neither do I. The man describes the animal as a red-haired primate with massive arms. He says, quote, the arms just hung to its side, almost touching the water. So if you're standing up straight, I'm not standing up, but I don't know how far your hands go down. But Mm -hmm. either way, they were going down to the water by the Bigfoot's fashionable, high fashion, New York City Fashion Week thigh gap. Okay. After about three seconds, according to the man, the unknown animal ran back into the area that it had originally come from, causing the racket. Quote, now I know what I was looking at was a massive, okay, that's the exact same quote in the same article that he said, and that was not me. The eyewitness says he and his son ran back to their truck 
and have not been back to that spot ever since the reported encounter. The area where the sighting took place is a part of the Ozarks and is known for its rugged terrain. I mean, I could see a Bigfoot wanting to live in the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. But why wouldn't you go back and look, investigate, like go get some more people, come back and be like, this is where I saw it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I would go back and I'm a scaredy cat. Right. I'm I'm less scared of the paranormal than I would be being out in the woods and potentially being attacked by a giant nine foot tall beaver with a thigh gap or a cougar or just like any of the natural uh, things in the woods that could cause you harm. Right. But you are really skittish, though. When? You? Yeah, just most when. of the time. You think? Well, yeah, sometimes I'll be like in the same room with you and you'll forget that I'm there and then I talk and then you're like, oh, I, you scared me. Ah, uh, I think you might be thinking of someone else. I scare you unintentionally a lot. Are you sure? Yeah. What do you mean? If I make a noise <laughs> or talk, you get scared. Like I think sometimes like I feel like I'm a ghost trying to communicate with my alive husband. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, you know it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because I've even I I even belong to a lot of forums and stuff where you have to prove to the people who own the chat rooms that you're physically and emotionally very strong and not skittish. So I don't know how that could be me. Right. Yeah. Strong Boys Club, uh, <laughs> Tough Human City. Like even tonight, I put my foot up on the stool and it bumped like a vase with flowers on it mm -hmm. and it wiggled a little bit and you got scared. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> when was this? When was this? Probably about? like two hours ago. Huh. That's weird. You have to tell me more about Anyways. it. <laughs> Do you think, let's find some time. Tell me more about it. We'll schedule some time. Okay. You talk to me about it. All right. Okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so scared all the time. Yeah, you're I really, skittish. Yeah, I don't know why. And you're not. The only time I remember you getting really scared is it hermit crabs? No, fiddler crabs? Those are terrifying. And yeah, well, okay, sure. Yeah. And it was nighttime. And it was nighttime, and one crawled over your foot, and I think oh. you kicked it 100 feet away from you. <laughs> I don't know what happened to that hermit crab. Uh, it probably exploded when it, it hit the ground. It went into space. <laughs> that music came on that. Da, 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 da. And he floated around into space. Yeah, probably. Uh, he yelled, see ya. See ya. Bye. <laughs> and, then, and then the other time you got scared was on a straight to Netflix haunted movie about when. <laughs> about Krampus. When, when they finally showed the terrible, the terrible uh. prosthetic makeup Krampus that looked like. I did it for like some like I was like a part of like some summer camp where mm. you had to like okay prosthetic summer camp here's your final project and it looked terrible it popped up and you, Lindsay kicked her legs harder and faster and more wildly than I've ever seen anyone kick their legs. It was kind of like in a cartoon when it does that like fast leg kick when they try to run away. Oh, and they then they kind of peel out. Yeah, yeah, was. <laughs> I can watch anything that's gory or bloody or like psychologically terrifying. You listen to but people jump scares? Yeah. No. And, no. and that's and that's what surprised me too because when I'm not home, you listen to people talk about murder for hours and yeah, hours. Yeah, by myself. Yes, by yourself in the woods <laughs> and you watch a Krampus. I saw a Krampus and I peed my pants. Well, if you want to know what scares me, it's obviously Krampus. Obviously, it's Krampus. <laughs> um, well, okay, Lindsay. Oh, Krampus cramping my style. You got that Krampus cramp. Oh, boy. So speaking of the Ozarks, I found a there's kind of a ton of information about why the Ozarks are so creepy. And there's a lot of spooky stories that surround the Ozarks or that are involved with the Ozarks. Oh, I would imagine. I would never think of all the creepy things in the Ozarks, but... So I have a few small creepy stories about the Ozarks. Okay, I'm you, ready. If you want them. I do. Okay, this one is from Springfield, Missouri, which I guess is also a part of the Ozarks. Mm -hmm. And this has to do with the Spring Lawn Farm. I'm getting all this information from creepy Ozark stories from Ranker.com. Not the uh, Star Wars monster, <laughs> but Ranker. 
Ready? I didn't get your joke. <laughs> I know. I knew you wouldn't. And it was just one of my... <laughs> but one of, other people probably did. Yeah, they probably did. And they went, ah, not a very good joke. Swing and a miss, mm. bud. Okay. For decades, Springfield, Missouri locals have been telling stories of the Spring Lawn Farm. It's an area in the Ozarks that predates the Civil War. Okay. So pretty old farm. Pretty old farm. Yeah. So this structure on the Spring Lawn Farm is said to have housed people with albinism, like a lot of people who were albinos. Okay. So, I mean, imagine that just in general, walking through the woods and all of a sudden you stumble across a farm that's just run by like everyone from the movie Powder. Right. Well, do you think it was something because of like the water there or like radiation or chemicals? I'm, I think this is pre-radiation. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I Now I, I probably sound so not smart. But yeah, I mean, it's pre-Civil War, so I don't I don't really know. It could be folklore, but still kind of like an, I don't know, still kind of weird. Right. Maybe. I don't know. The land itself is, is said to already be haunted by ghosts, especially the ghost of the caretaker who was in charge of that farm. Depending on who tells the story, the area also underneath this uh, big structure on Springlawn Farm has a dungeon or a cemetery filled with people who were experimented on by some early turn-of-the-century mad scientist. Oh. And that sounds like something right out of Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Doesn't it? That's creepy. The house that started so many stories burned down in 1980, but a skeleton of the building still stands. You can visit what's left of it, but be careful you don't run into a foul goose carrying an axe. Oh. Does it have to be an axe? Can it be carrying whatever it wants to be carrying? Paintball gun? I mean, it's 2019. Let it carry what it wants. Pokemon cards? Pokemon cards. Tamagotchi. Tamagotchi? Well, you can't can't do that because then he's accused of being a witch. Um, A pea cake? No, that's a witch one. No, you can't do that. Maybe um, a framed picture of his pet. I don't know why. Oh, because you said framed. I thought you were going to say who framed Roger Rabbit or something similar like that. <laughs> a copy of who framed Roger Rabbit uh, straight on DVD, <laughs> hey, Blu-ray spe- edition. Speaking of movies that scared me when I was younger. Yeah. That movie freaked me out when I was younger. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Isn't there like a scene where like they're like, he's like putting all these weird toys in acid or something? Oh, yeah. He wanted to kill Roger Rabbit and all these people in acid. Yeah, of course Jessica that's scary. Rabbit. Yeah. That's so scary. I don't know. I guess I was a little bit more brave than you were. I think you were, and I think you probably still might be. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Ready for this one? This one's a little creepy. The Old Man of the Ozarks. No. Which sounds like the name of my new heavy metal band's album. You have a lot of heavy metal bands. I'm very busy. Yes. Yeah. I'm very busy, and I need to shred. And you know this about me. Okay. Okay. Uh, Really quick, I want to show you the photo about the old man in the Ozarks. It's this really cool uh, haunted looking cabin. Oh. In the middle of a field. Is that where he lives? Probably. Well, what's that picture have anything to do with old man in the Ozarks? It might just be for aesthetic, but I that's where I want to... Pre- <laughs> so you're just showing me a creepy barn that might be in the Ozarks. Well, yes. Okay. But in my defense, it's right underneath the title of the story. And maybe this is uh, maybe this is where he lives. What? Let's... Let's do a fun experiment. Let's call. Let's do a game called Play Pretend, and okay. let's do a Play Pretend. This is where he lives. Ready? Okay. So I'm gonna show it to you again. This is where he lives. Creepy. Oh, very creepy. Very, I mean, out of context, it is a very creepy cabin. I could see an old man of the Ozarks living in that cabin. Oh, for sure. I'm just surprised there's not like more dead animals outside of it. Okay. An odd story coming out of this rural region, it's hard to say, Mm -hmm. is that of an old man who's known to make a meal out of small children who get too close to his home. So don't go past, don't go over there. No, don't. He'll catch you and eat you. Mm. Now, this part of the story leads me to believe that that is not his house photoed, that it's just a creepy cabin they put there, because this says his house is an old town jail That's now just a bunch of rubble. So if you go, you and a bunch of your pals go exploring, you want to be, you know, a ghost investigation crew or whatever, and you're going to go around all this old rubble. Or a rubble investigation crew. Oh, yeah. Maybe you just like investigating rubble. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, get yourself in some sticky ghost situations when you're trying to study rubble. Yeah. 
Me, I'm a real rubble studler, studier. That's hard to say. <laughs> a rubble studier. Can you try to say rubble studier? Rubble studier. That's hard. It is a difficult one, yeah. Yeah, it is. That's the first time I've ever said it, too. Both of us together. Yeah, I don't think that's a word that you usually say. Maybe try to use it in a sentence today. Okay, yeah. Any other time. Yeah, try. Pick a time throughout the day and say rubble or rubble studier. Rubble studier. Yeah, try that. It's hard to say. Supposedly, the old man was a thief who was put in the jail uh, and promptly forgotten about, which is sad. When the building was torn down, the old man was inside of it, and he was forced to eat rats and bugs. So they knew he was in there. They they just forgot about him because maybe oh, he was he just he was just forced to eat it because that's all he had. When the building, yeah, when they when they tore it down, maybe he was living in the catacombs. Mm. Okay, that's a cool word to say as well. Whenever he gets the chance to eat something bigger, however, he'll snatch a kid and eat him. Hmm. So that's the old man of the Ozarks. Yeah, I don't like him that much. You know, and I think it's safe to say that probably a lot of people don't like that guy. Right. What if you're not a kid? Will he still try to eat you? If you're 18, I think you're fine. (laughs) He'll go. Something to look forward to when you turn 18 is that you're not going to get snatched up by the old man in the woods. Yeah, you can go wander around all this old rubble in whatever town this is in, in the Ozarks. Mm -hmm. I mean, it might take you all to find exactly which prison this is or which old jail this is. But uh, yeah, I think because, oh, I'm also reading here in my notes, it said the old man of the Ozarks will pop out of the rubble and say, show me your ID. And then you show him your ID and he'll go, oh, never mind if you're 18 or older. Yeah. But if you're not and he went, oh, your birthday's not for another six months, then he'll chop you he'll catch you and chop you up and eat you i think like the people that did the dare program what was that the reagans they were like i think so. N- nancy reagan or something like she missed an opportunity of being like if you smoke and you're underage then <laughs> the old man in the woods he likes his meat smoked yeah oh and that's a cool yeah that's cool get ya. yeah why why didn't back then when they were doing the D.A.R.E. program or a lot of other programs, it seems like we're really missing out on scaring kids about folklore. We're kind of just saying, oh, you'll go to prison. We're not saying right. like, oh, you're going to go to uh, an, uh, a, a detention center. We're not saying, oh, well, like we, we don't have a Krampus. We don't have, um, what's the word? We, we don't have a La Llorona. We don't have any of these people to scare right. children. We have the, the the boogeyman, I guess, right? But yeah. boogeyman's played out. But the boogeyman is like kind of everybody's thing. I don't know uh, what the American like folklore. I mean, we have crybaby bridges everywhere. But like what's really scary about that is like you're going to hear a baby crying. Yeah, which is like just- it's scary because it's out of context, but like context. But like it's just a baby crying. What's that baby going to do to you? I guess if you hear a baby crying at night, it's unsettling, right? Some right. could say, especially especially if you're in the middle of the woods. Because it could be a demon. I guess we have like demons. Yeah, we have demons and stuff, but I still think that like we don't have the thing. Like it would have been it would have been cool. Like dare you know the 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 dare shirts, dare to keep kids off drugs or demons will happen mm. or or something terrible or. I don't know, whatever, Pope-like monster is going to get you. Right. Well, you look at like our cryptids that we have in the U.S. and it's like Bigfoot. Don't really know if he's bad or not. Not really. I mean, it's scary, but like. Yeah, Bigfoot just kind of exists. Is Baba Yaga, is that you? Is that American? No, I don't think that's, I, I don't think that's a U.S. thing either. Mm, we we had have the, mo- the frog people. Yeah, in Ohio and Loveland. Frog men. <laughs> yeah, but like, we sure do. It's a half man, half frog. If you lose a fight to a half man, half frog, I think it's time for your Rocky training montage where you need to bulk up and then beat up a frog person. Yeah, you got to find a frog person to beat up. Now, when you know their strength, it will be kicking. It will be kicking for well, sure. frogs are- do they have teeth? I don't think a lot of frogs so have big teeth. So even if it teeth, eats you? It's just going to gum you and be gross. Like you could probably kick your way out of it. Kick I'm, your way out of its stomach. Oh, okay. When you're in there? Yeah. They do have very big mouths and a yeah, sticky tongue. Yeah, they gobble you up in their mouth. You'll kick out of its belly button. Yeah. And you'll be like, I'll be back for you. Well, I think if you kick out of its stomach, you might kill it. Yeah. You know? 
I'll be back to kick your dead to, to kick your corpse. The moth frog man, guy. like scary, but they think that he warned us of the bridge, the the what the silver bridge collapsing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like he wasn't really bad either. Like we didn't have a lot of things that were like that's gonna get you, and you know, and get you, and get you. Yeah. Do we, are we just being not so smart and we're forgetting like a big obvious one? I mean, people see sightings of like a pterodactyl, a chupacabra, a Bigfoot, but I just feel like, I don't know. I'm not, yeah, I don't think really I'm that scared. There's lake monsters, but yeah, they stay in the lake. I, I think it's safe to say I'm way more terrified of other countries' cryptids than I am the U.S. Yeah. We have a frog person. We have banshees was banshee i think banshees was originated overseas as well though. i think yeah i, I think I many think we need to research this topic and see where the origin of a lot of these stories came from yeah like how they spread well yeah true yeah i mean that's that's a that's a lengthy dig yeah. that's a big old topic oh boy that's like a 15 episode topic yeah or maybe Interesting. two well, that's really all I have. Nice. Thanks, Lens. The Ozarks, I don't think many people remember about like the Ozark. I don't. No, but I want to go to the Ozarks now. Nah. I bet you it's really The old man's there. He I'll kick his butt. I'm I'm 33 years old. I'll kick his <laughs> butt. You know what? I really think safely. But he's on that rat protein. I don't care. They're so little and they're so disease infested. The old I, men or the rats? <laughs> he is now. <laughs> oh, he's rat crazed. He is rat crazed. Mm. I think I, I can say safely, and I'm not joking, that if I had to fight a frog man, I could win that fight. Yeah, I could win you it. Could kick his way out of his stomach. An old man, though, he might be scrappy. Yeah, well, and he's a ghost, I bet. Yep. Hard to punch a ghost. Yeah. Now, emotionally, is that's where you aim. When you're trying to fight a ghost, you go for the heart. You attack him emotionally. Yeah. Not physically. Mm-hmm. See? And that's just a little tip that I have. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, well I think- interesting. Thanks, Lens. Well, we would like to thank Eli Rexford Chambers for writing the music you heard at the beginning of our show, the middle and the end of our show. You can find Eli on the internet at Eli Who Does Music. He is a very gentle boy. He's very sweet. I think... I would give him a 75% chance of winning a fight with a frogman. Yeah. And uh, he I has... think he could live in the Ozarks. He could live in the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. I think Eli would love it. He'd be scrappy, have a few banjos, living out there, just doing his thing. The old man would call and complain about the noise all the time. Yeah, for sure. He'd be like, listen, I'm over here trying to eat rats, and I got this young boy over here making all this racket. Cut the banjo out. I'm trying to eat a kid. It's not supposed... I'm supposed to be scary, and I'm supposed to be eating this kid in a scary situation. You're over there playing Primus on your banjo. <laughs> You're playing covers of Kesha on your <laughs> banjo, and the kids want to come hear a cool Kesha concert. They all go to you, not to me. Yeah. Play your banjo on my rubble and bring the kids here. Symbiosis. Everybody's up there doing that rubble study. Yeah, true. <laughs> We'd also like to thank everybody at the Scavengers Network. It's scavengersnetwork.com. Check it out. We have a Patreon there. You can donate one to, what do we say, five million, but that's a cap. Five trillion. Um, support all the podcasts on there, including ours. You get little bonus content, like our swell spells, if you need, you know, some witch spells. And also, we have merchandise on there for sale. You can always check that out, too. You can go to patreon.com slash the scavengers network. And another way to keep in touch with us is to call our spooky spouses hotline. If you have a question about anything, if you want to talk to us about anything, if you want to just give us, I don't know, your favorite spell that you know, Mm. if you're a witch and you want to admit it anonymously or publicly on our show, we don't care. You can call us at 803-816-816. 2667 or 803-816-BOOZE. Also, if you want to just keep up with us on social media, we're on Instagram and Twitter at spooky underscore spouses. We are. And we are. We are. We are. We're. The Youth of the Nation. And that's a song (laughs) by, what was that band? Oh, man. Why do you keep bringing up all these 90 bands? I wanted to say- 90 bands. 90 bands. (laughs) I wanted to say Collective Soul, but that's very wrong. P.O.D. That's it. 
Well, until next week, have a week where you go back and you do a deep dive on some really cool, in huge air quotes, uh, 90s rock. Or maybe tell us about a cryptid that you want to create for America. Yeah. We'll have a cryptid. uh, Yeah. Submit your best idea for a cryptid. Strength. What makes them cool? What makes them tough? Why we should spread this legend. Mm-hmm. Maybe America's just too young. We're just waiting for the right person to come up with the right cryptid. And then maybe that cryptid gets submitted to cryptozoologynews.com, and then we can start spreading a really big rumor about a really cool cryptid and have a lot of fun doing it. And you become Twitter famous, and we can say that we know you. Yeah, and then we'll wear shirts with your name on it. Yep. Well, until next week, we will see each and every one of you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Testing my makeup. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Okay. That's all you got? That's all you got? Do you need more? Yeah, I need a little more. Um. (sighs) You know, that sigh will actually do it. Pancake, 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 flapjack. Uh, Okay. I've got it. Great. Lens? Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Later. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hey there, new friends. This is Ellen Weatherford. Do you like animals? Do you enjoy arbitrarily rating things out of 10? Can you tolerate puns? If so, join me and my husband, Christian, over at Just the Zoo of Us for a weekly review of your favorite animal species. Just the Zoo of Us is available on Spotify, iTunes, and other podcast apps. You can find us at anchor.fm slash just the zoo of us. See you soon.